welcome, 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 welcome. You are most welcome to the Dreamer Girl Podcast. My name is Bemisola. I am your host and I am so grateful that you tuned in. This is going to be lit. Hi there. Welcome to the Dreamer Girl Podcast. As always, I'm so excited that you tuned in. So this is episode 54, week 6 of 52. We're moving. But then first things first, how are you? Like, how are you doing? Like I said, every week I'm going to ask you this question. What happened last week? You know, what what did you see happening in your life? What did you learn? How did you grow last week? What were your most dominant thoughts last week? You know, they say that your life moves in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. So what were you thinking about most of the time last week? And like I said, I'm asking this every week because I want you to realize and also to remind myself that it's important to be taking track, to be keeping track, to, to be taking notes, to, to be following your clues, to be learning, so that you're sure that you're actually evolving, that you're not repeating cycles, that you can break and stop, and that you're seeing patterns and you're just learning. You know, you're really being intentional about learning and you're listening to yourself you're listening to the things that you're saying you're listening to the you're monitoring the ways that you're thinking just so that you can grow so you're self-aware okay so that's what i'm asking that every week and i hope that you're starting to anticipate the question and you're becoming more conscious during your week so that you're actually taking notes so that you have an answer <laughs> when i ask this question so thank you for tuning in again and thank you for bearing with me and the whole intro and the question Come on, like we're, we're growing together. That's important. So last week I talked about simplicity and that's a topic that I can talk about for days. Like I can just start and not stop because I'm constantly thinking about how do you live simply? How do you live freely and simply? Like how do you live confident, free, simple? Like you, you focus on the most important things. You're so assured and so confident about your calling. And then you focus on that and you do that. And you're confident in who God has called you to be. And you, you're confident in the purpose he has called you to. And you just live like that with the most important things, always most important. So those things take preeminence and you're never like caught off guard, like running somebody else's race, running up, you know, trying to build something that is not in line with the purpose on your life. So how do you live simply? And just thinking about that, because sometimes it's not even just the immediate change in your life that's important. Sometimes it's just having certain thoughts, right? Starting to think certain ways, elevating your thought process. So that your actions will follow up and so that idea of thinking like how can i live simply not just to accumulate stuff not just to hoard stuff but to actually have the essential things the most important things remaining in the rightful position so that's what i talked about last week now at the start of last week's episode i said we we're going to get to this question where are your resolutions at we didn't get to that question on last week's episode but i'm going to start there today so earlier in this episode, I talked about questions. Like I asked you, I asked you a question about, you know, what did you learn last week? And this is another question, where are your resolutions at? And I'll just take this like quick segue and just go on like this tangent about questions because questions are so important. And many times we don't really think, like we don't really ask ourselves, ask ourselves questions, right? So there's this new book by um, Pastor Andy Stanley. He's a pastor of North Point Community Church, I think, a group of churches. Um, but he also taught, um, teaches a lot of on leadership and I've really learned a lot. You know, it's like, I, I love the book of Proverbs. I love the whole Bible, but yes, everything. Um, but the book of Proverbs, it's, it's such a priceless, like such a valuable book because it makes you think about certain things that they're so practical. So many of them have like layered meanings, but at the surface, they're so practical and so applicable. And if you start to pattern your life after these things, you start making better decisions. And Pastor Andy Stanley for me has been someone that 
sounds like Solomon. You know, it sounds like it's really practical. It's, it makes you think about the decisions that you're making on a day to day and not just like the overly, um, supernatural things, which are so important, not just about the power, but just thinking about the practicals. Like, what are you saying? What are you thinking? What are you doing? How are you spending your money? Are you committing adultery? Things like that. Yes. Things like that. <laughs> things like that. So pastor Andy Stanley, so he has this new book out called, um, fewer, better decisions, fewer regrets. And it's on my wish list. Like right now I have a couple of books I've lined up that I want to read, but I'm tempted to just like shift things and read it next because that's how good it is. But he has um, a teaching, a um, sermon series on the book on YouTube right now. So you can check that out. And the main premise of the book, which that was a long intro because I want to give you context on who this person is. And in case you want to add that to your, you know, things to watch on YouTube to really productive things to watch on YouTube. Um, so I said all of that so that you know the context, like you know who I'm talking about. Anyway, the main premise of this book by um, Pastor Andy Stanley is that certain questions will help you make better decisions. We overlook the importance of asking certain questions when we try to make decisions. So if you ask good questions, you're more likely to make better decisions. And he talks about certain questions. So he um, talks about, I won't say all of them, but just to give you a context on why I'm so fascinated by the idea of questions recently, I'll say something else, but let me say this first so I don't lose my train of thought. So he talks about the, for example, the maturity question. And he talks about how many of us live at the edge of irresponsibility. It's like, how much can I do without getting in trouble? Like, I know that the account is not read yet. It's about to be read. Can I just like spend this on this? It's not read now. It's, not, it's about to be read. Like how much can you do? How, how much can you push the limits? And that's not a wise way to live. And so he talks about the wisdom, the maturity question, the wisdom question that instead of just making a decision, ask yourself, is this the wise thing to do? And it's funny how there are many things that we rationalize, like the salesperson in your head tells you, don't worry, we'll be fine. It will work out. It will be good. Just do it. There's no other option. Just do it. And you do it. But if you had asked yourself right before, is this, does this make sense? Like asking that question would have saved you so much because you'd have realized in that moment that no, that's not a wise decision to make. Another question that I really liked is the legacy question. And the legacy question is before making a decision, you ask yourself, would I like to tell the story? Like if I was going, if I had to, if I made this decision now, if I make a decision now and I have to tell the story, will I have to fine tune the story? Will I have to code it? Will I have to like perfectly lead? Will I have to adjust some details to share it? And what that helps you realize is that it will save you from making decisions that you will not be proud of decisions that if it's only you that will ever know you can you can swing it but when you think about the entire life that you're building the legacy that you're building things that you want to resound about you in prosperity to prosperity then you then you realize maybe this is not the best decision to make and again it's not that now that you know the questions you start making the best decisions sometimes it's just to have the idea the thought the self-awareness the the presence of mind to say let me ask a question. So even if you don't listen to yourself this time or answer honestly or change your habits, at least you've started that journey of asking questions before making decisions. So the importance of questions. So going back to the question, where are your resolutions at? And I hope that you can answer that truthfully for yourself. I know some people, because of the, the year we had in 2020, they didn't set any resolutions for 2021 because like, I'm not about to be tripping out here. Whatever happens, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy this year. And other people are like, you know, I'm not going to let what happened in 2020 keep me down. So they set a lot of resolutions and so people are in the middle. So wherever you are, 
on that spectrum where are your resolutions so there's this like study or like this um data quotes that people say that by february 14 if you're still on your resolutions you're one of the few like if by february 14 you are still striking things off your to-do list you still you know pushing through you're one of the few and some things i've learned that really helped me with resolutions i just want to share with you one is scheduling like i can't talk about scheduling enough because i feel that when we know to do it but we just don't do it because we can't stand the honesty it's like the same thing with budgeting budgeting your time budgeting your money because when you when you get honest and you budget your time or your money you start to realize that there are restrictions like many of us are living at the edge like i was saying earlier about the maturity question so you don't want to budget because you know in your heart of hearts that by the time you write down all the things you have to do or how you're spending your money there's a chance there's a high chance a high probability that you are living at you are living beyond the boundaries you're living beyond the margin so the you you know that this money you are spending you don't really have it you know that this time you're spending you don't really have it and so instead of dealing with those feelings we don't budget we decide not to schedule instead so that we don't we never have to confront the fact that this thing that i like to do i can't afford it right now i need to make more money to be able to afford it or you know i need to rearrange my finances to be able to afford it i can't just have everything i want um because i have a credit card or i can always fall back on my parents or my friends like but many of us don't we don't budget we don't do that because we don't want those restrictions we don't want to confront the honesty we don't want to like be responsible and you think about that for time as well some of us, when we if ever sit down to actually schedule your 24 hours and to look at where your time is going, you will realize that you don't have one hour, two hours to be scrolling on Instagram. You just don't because you're in a season in your life where a lot is happening and you just don't have that time. So sitting down to schedule and to budget will show you that, you know, this is why I keep sleep going to bed at 12 midnight because I keep spending two hours from lunch. I say I want to take lunch and I do lunch from 12 to 4. Who takes long time from 12 to 4? And so just that importance, like just that thing, just the idea, the importance of scheduling. I found that to be so powerful in keeping to my new year resolutions and just goals generally. Because once you can find space on the schedule, then you can get it done. Like some people, they want to read a chapter of a book, of a book every day. They want to cook their own meals and eat like really healthy meals two times a day. They want to work out every day. They want to pray for two hours every day. They want to take a walk or stroll in the evening for 30 minutes every day like all these things they're all beautiful things to do they're all great ideas but you have 24 hours and so if you still have work to do you if you have a family that you're raising you have church it just makes sense for you to actually sit down and say where will i read this one chapter every day where will i put my prayer time every day it can change but having the having that schedule in front of you on your phone on your laptop on an excel sheet like being able to see that it gives you a lot more control and it makes you realize when things that need to be changed you know where they will be changed you know what to do so i just think that if you're having troubles keeping your new year's resolutions it might just be like there's no space on your schedule for them right now like there's just no time it's like i will do it if i have time sentences like that don't yield results so scheduling has been really powerful for me in new year's resolutions and most of the people that i read their content and listen to their videos seem to sign up on that as well another thing um oh and yes in thinking about scheduling so i found this app on apple and i think it might be on the google play store the android 
on Android stores as well. So you can check for Android, but I know that it's on Apple uh, and it's Strix. So it's called Strix and it's like the Bible app. If you don't, if you use the Bible app where it just, you, it keeps your streak going every time you open the app. And so the streaks is so cool that it lets you create your own activities. And so every day you just need to check in and circle that you did it that day. And of course, there's a psychological aspect of not wanting to break your streak, but it's also important because it, it will ask you, you know, for reminders, like when do you want to set your reminders and, and things like that. So it also reinforces the idea of a schedule because you need to be able to say, okay, at this time every day, I should have done it to remind me if I've not done it at this time so that I won't forget and things like that. So just scheduling and putting these systems in place that are so easy to actually do, but can have really huge differences. Now, the second thing that I think is very helpful with new year resolutions, and this is something I actually heard someone say recently or someone corroborate recently, like somebody said it and I was like, yes, I was thinking that that makes sense. <laughs> um, and it was this idea of who you're becoming versus what you're doing. And of course, I mean, you probably heard that because it's something that I've, I've said a lot or it's, it's around, it's not new information. It's just like, are we using it? You know, are we using it? Are we using it? So who you're becoming versus who you are. And so this, this year, right earlier this year, which like it's February, but earlier this year, I went to make my hair and for the first time in a long time, stuff happened that actually got me upset and so personality and but really the holy spirit i've i don't get upset too easily like I, I don't really flare up it's one of those areas of my life one of those aspects of my life i'm very grateful for that i've seen a lot of growth in so it's hard for you to really like get to me and i'll not hold you in my heart because first of all like the mercy of god that i've had faith to it i've received i just cannot be out here feeling like i'm better i'm on this high horse i can't do that i will never do that because there's a level of pride that is an offense right there's a level of pride that makes offense easy because you think how could you do that to me like i wouldn't do that to somebody else and so because of some experiences in my life you know i've gone to this place where i'm really grateful for god's mercy and i can quickly say you know what given the right time the right pressure the right temperature it's hard to say what you won't do and i think that humility is so important to know that in the right circumstances Hmm. don't let the devil jam you anyway so I, I i don't really get offended that much and so this hair appointment went really great but it was a hairstyle that i hadn't done in a while or i've never actually really done like properly so we had this nice appointment we're chatting and talking and i had my hair done and i left then i got home and realized that this hair is too full for me. It doesn't fit my lifestyle. It doesn't like, I like big hair on people, but apparently I don't like it on my own head. Uh, so I really wanted to have it adjusted and I kept trying to call back, right? Trying to rebook an appointment because of COVID-19, the restrictions, all of that, it's really different. So you, I couldn't just like walk back into the store and have it fixed to get it fixed. But I had to like book again because they had to ensure that, you know, it's safe. You're not, you know, with so many people that there are not a lot of people in the store, like things like that in the shop. And so it was just really hard to book another appointment. And I kept trying on the same platform that I booked the first one and they kept canceling my appointment and it was getting really worked up. Like I was honestly, I was getting really upset and frustrated. And I had this moment where it was like, I was standing outside myself and like looking and like, okay, you're getting upset. You're getting frustrated. What's going on? Why is he hitting you like this? This is strange. <laughs> this is different. And what I felt like doing in that moment, to be honest, was to go back and enter one of those, ah, one of those cut them, slash them, 
finish them reviews. You know those ones now. Those ones that you everybody else is posted. Then you now read this one on Amazon. You're like, ah, this same product, this same thing. And then you you as a um a prospective customer, you're deterred. You're like, I don't want to do. I'm not sure. You know, I, I don't think I want to do that. Right. And so I was really tempted to be in that place and to do that, but I couldn't. Again, the Holy Spirit, conscience. I couldn't like, but be um in addition to that, right, was the idea that, but that's not who I am. Like I've already said that I will not cut people with my words. That's not who I am. And I remember in that moment, so strong, like it came like literally from nowhere. But I just remember feeling like, let me enter this um, review. And my, I see, I just remembered that, but this is not who you're becoming. And I said all of that to say that sometimes, most times it's more important to fix who you are becoming versus what you need to do. Like I couldn't have put, I did not think to put on my new year's resolution list that this year I don't want to be upset by people. I, I want to keep offense in check. You know, I want to speak the right, I didn't write all of that because like how, how big is the notebook? How many things will I write? But because I had a picture of who I wanted to become by the grace of God, I was able to make a better decision. So eventually I, I wrote a review really nice. I was like, okay, the appointment went well, but I really appreciate if I can have my hair adjusted. And so it was, and I remember looking at what I wrote and being like, that's not what I wanted to write. That's not what my heart wanted to write. Let's be frank. My, what, what wrote that was the picture of who I was becoming, not who I was at that moment. Cause I was really upset. And eventually we had a good time and I went back and I got my hair done. I was so grateful that, you know, it wasn't awkward because if I had written a stinker, <laughs> if I got there, it would have been really awkward, but God saved me all of that, like from wisdom, but just thinking about it. So when you get to a place where who you're becoming is so clear in your mind, it's easier to make different decisions. So you work out not because you hate yourself. I just need to work out the task that's on my to-do list. I have to do it, but because you're becoming someone who's healthy, you know? And so that begins to drive you. And even if you, you miss a day or so, you don't fall into the, the spiral of depression or the, the spiral of, um, disappointment with yourself. You're able to pick yourself up, pick yourself up and keep going. I don't know how we got to 18 minutes guys. There's so much I want to say, but we'll have to continue this next week. So thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Grimms Around the Dreamer Girl podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Till next week, keep going after your dreams. Love the life you have. Build the life you want. Bye, guys.